0: On today's episode, we talk about Robin's latest K-drama watch and the contender for my best K-drama, Mother. As usual with our reviews, we'll give a general spoiler-free review of the show for those that want to know if it's for them, as well as an in-depth discussion later on. Achaakan. Samtion Show, Soho King, Manila, Philippines. Drama, <Europeans> <fishes> please follow our show. Hello everyone, my name is Aji and I am one half of the Samchons.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Robin and I'm the other half of the Samchons and I have a PhD in hobbies.
0: Mother begins with a substitute teacher, Kang Su Jin, kidnapping one of her students, Kim Hiena, to save her from what she believes is domestic abuse. Make no mistake, Mother is a melodrama peppered with suspense. The show is an exploration into the realm of domestic abuse, single parents, orphans, and adoptive mothers, as well as the bonds we build with our families over time.
1: Mother is a remake of a 2010 Japanese drama, which was also remade into a Turkish series in 2016. So this K-drama remake is the last reimagining of the show as it premiered back in 2018. So during its run on TVN, it averaged 3% to 5% viewership, and it was subsequently invited to join the first Cannes International Series Festival. So, how does it stand relative to its
0: praise and reception, and should you watch it? I found it difficult to give a summary of the show because it really is more than what a few words can capture. It stands atop my list for a good reason, and if you can get past its availability issue, then please, please do watch it. And for you, Robin?
1: So, short answer is yes. Uh, Sadly, it's not available on Netflix, folks, but for me, it is very, very cathartic. Uh, the emotional experience is crazy, and it explores a topic that we've not seen before in so much depth. Uh, the relationships between adoptive parent
0: and child, and of course, motherhood. Okay, people. I'm, I'm going to take a, a pause here and call out Robin. Please remember that he says, note here, that he says the show is very cathartic. And we will go back to that word choice and that justification later in the episode. <laughs> All right, let's go to the plot, Aj. The viewers shouldn't expect anything really crazy. Aside from the occasional flashback to explain the background of certain characters, it's a fairly linear plot which follows the chain of events that spring from the kidnapping. Fairly realistic and believable, although there are times when it's stretched in order to heighten the drama, pacing and overall length felt just right and I'm pretty pleased with the ending. Yeah, you said everything already. I'm just gonna be lazy. <laughs> but, yeah, uh,
1: the, the plot feels, it's very believable, actually. Uh, you can empathize with the pain that the characters experience and, of course, that, that's indicative of the acting job that was done. Now, the show, uh, for me, it, it was really built and tied together really well. Like, nothing felt too much out of it. You can't really cut anything. Uh, for you plot lovers out there, you're gonna love this show. So go ahead with the characters. Other shows like Search WWW,
0: Age of Youth, and Be Melodramatic gain praise for having a strong ensemble of female characters, but this show deserves a mention alongside them. It shows a different kind of strength, a mother's strength in different ways. Who would have thought being named Mother? But (laughs) this show is so good at blurring the lines and playing inside the gray shade of morality that most of its characters are fleshed out and believable. Generally, whenever they disappoint you, whenever they make decisions, the show does a good job of making you feel the weight of their choices and that no one answer is right. Overall, acting was great. Major characters were able to give justice to their roles, especially our two leads, while the supporting cast performed to what was expected of them, although there were a few times that particular actors and actresses acted in a caricature way yeah but then they're not really that important like it doesn't really take away from
1: the whole experience yeah. now for me it's difficult to discuss the characters without going through spoilers but for me overall acting was very impressive especially from the two leads their performance uh, was really gripping and you can feel their pain which is probably why you finished this in 24 mm-hmm. hours Aji. but then shout out before we continue to the villain of the show who gave it the tension that it needed to shine because without him then we wouldn't really be that gripped to the fate of our mother and child with regards to development since you mentioned it uh, I think there is a lot because the, the title of the show itself Mother so this show it's all about motherhood. Becoming like a mother? What makes it a bit special? Yeah, becoming a Yeah, Yes, becoming a mother. And what makes it special, apart from that journey, is that it takes the point of view of other people as well. The child, your siblings, your friends, maybe even a cop. So, you know, it's very, how do I say this? Very diverse, mm. very diverse. And I really like it, I really like it.
0: As for the themes, the show does mention quite a lot and highlight the burden of mothers about what's expected of them, how they're supposed to act in certain situations, how they're supposed to fight for their children. It also tackles the concept of choosing the lesser evil when you're put into a situation when you know what, no clear answer seems right. How are you going to end up choosing? That's why it's hard to categorize the characters as good or bad because really, they're all just human. And because these decisions are hard, the show also takes time to impart lessons on how you should own up to your decisions, how you live with the consequences of your decisions, whether you try to make up for it or forget it. and. Those are just some of the examples of the things that our characters live through in the show. I would
1: say that there are some mm-hmm. characters that, okay, sure, we understand why they do the things that they do, but I think it's pretty clear to me that some of them are evil. <laughs> 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 All right, but then, yeah, more or less, it is about very, how do you say this, very gray areas between right and wrong, especially when urgency and time is of the essence. So for me, like the themes, motherhood, you talked about it a, a lot. Um, there's a lot of escape here, escaping from your rea- mm-hmm. reality. Um, there's a lot of love, sacrifice, discovery, all that stuff. Because the whole plot, basically, it's an escape from an abusive life of the child. That's fueled by like just the pure compassion mm-hmm. and love of a teacher, who a substitute teacher in that, that who just found it in her that this child really needs my help. And if nobody's going to help me out, then I'll just do it myself. And that yeah. kind of strength, it's I haven't seen it much in a K-drama. Uh, male or female, right? Male, male or female doesn't matter. Yeah, seeing it's... that from someone who didn't give yeah. birth to this person, and we'll go way in depth here later. But then you know that that's just really a great, mm-hmm. great selling point for me for anyone who wants to watch this. If you're if you're wondering if you should watch it, yes, you you should. Uh-huh. Email us, we'll hook you up. <laughs>
0: I think we forgot to mention but I also found it interesting was the concept of the infallibility or the fallibility of the law in that when the law is so strict or when the law is generally not designed to be on your side to protect the people that you care about how far are you willing to go in order to to protect them and what are the consequences or how would people generally react and deal with that situation both the law enforcers and those that are breaking the law Yep, fully agree with that point especially with how the series kind of Uh, Mm ends
1: by the point that it falls down already, I mean fall like falling action of the plot. Yeah, you, you will discuss more. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying. really hard not to spoil anything.
0: <laughs> then that we can we can move on to production. And I know Robin, you were not particularly impressed nope. by the production values in the show. Nope.
1: it's okay. It wasn't offending. Uh, nothing offended me. Like there was nothing out of place. Mm-hmm. I like the musical scores. Uh, the OST was uh, nope. Uh, okay, uh, it's okay. Um, I like the tone uh, of the visuals, like the the warmth. Like there's no warmth. It's just very dark, which lent really well to the overall theme of the show, especially earlier on.
0: Clearly, you were not too impressed with with the show, but I would say it it is standard for a cable drama. The production values of the show, but I would say it's better than the usual public. Um drama. Again, cinematography, um, editing, top notch. Moving on to the OST. Why? Okay, moving on. Nah, personally,
1: didn't feel any need, didn't look it up, nothing caught my ears. Nice use of background music, but in terms of a specific song, eh.
0: There were you? two, for me. There were two mm. songs that they constantly play throughout the, the show. And, yeah, you probably wouldn't listen to, to the OST if you're not in a sentimental mood or if you're not you know, feeling particularly sad, but if you are uh, interested in knowing what kind of songs the the show has, it, it leans more towards the ballad ballady um, melodrama type of songs. And the, the two that I liked, I will mention them when we grade the the OST in part two. Okay, okay, fair enough.
1: But then you know, if I'm feeling sentimental, I'll just rather watch a scene and cry my eyes out. <laughs>
0: but if you don't want to spend that that much time, you can just you know play the song and then weep your eyes. I'm curious to know. I
1: will I will wait for our segment later and look it up.
0: I will wait for your sad moment. (laughs) Okay. And I will ready (laughs) the OST in the background. (laughs) And I'll just play it while you're Uh, crying. Oh fine.
1: Alright. I think that's pretty much it for our spoiler free review. Um let's
0: wrap it up before we deep dive. In conclusion, although largely driven by the relationships and stories of our leads, it is Backed up by a tight, tight? <laughs> the show is backed up by a tight plot and riveting acting. I will say this: it feels like the main point of the show is to drive hurt and make you think, think hard, and then make you cry. <laughs> and almost all of the elements of the show were geared towards making that. I happen. fully agree. I probably held off on crying for the first
1: eight episodes, and then after that, it was like three times per episode or more.
0: <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, I I remember talking to Robin as this was happening. And every time, every episode, I'd ask him if he had cried. And then he, he said that he didn't. <laughs> Until it reached a particular episode and he was like, bro, I've cried three yeah, times. <laughs> I,
1: I was sending our group chat with my crying pictures. And I'm like, why am I spending my Saturday and my Sunday crying about this
0: fictional mother and child? <laughs> Robin, if we reach um 500 likes on any of our social media accounts... Will you post that crying sure, picture sure. of sure. I don't
1: mind. I don't mind.
0: Alright. You heard that, folks? Please do, so that we can publicly see what Robin looks like when he cries. Yeah,
1: it's not pretty, that's all I'm gonna say. Alright, it's 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 cute. Mother <laughs> of great balance between character and plot driving. Like I don't know if that's even a term. But then for me, again, mm-hmm. must watch. Please, please do check it out. Although caveat here, um the younger listeners might not appreciate it as much as adults would. I think the show it really shines brightest when you understand the struggles of adulthood because it makes the pain of our characters and what they go through, what they've been through, much more impactful. So I'm not saying that you're not going to enjoy this if you're younger. It's more of if you have gone through like a life experience, if like, you're an adult mm-hmm. or a young adult, or if you're a mom, then this show will blow your heart o- off. Like you're go- You're going to cry much more than I did, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would think that mothers will particularly love and relate yeah, to the show. For sure. Especially teachers. Teachers also. Yep. So that's it for our spoiler-free review of the show. Starting now is our in-depth discussion, You Have Been Warm. Alright, so let's start with the things that we liked. First on our list is the story. Of course. So I will say that Mother is the perfect title for the show. And the story does a great job of expounding and exploring the word Mother for its meaning, its expectations, its responsibility, and its effect on people. Going into the drama, I really had the assumption that it was, it was just going to be about Soo Jin and Yunbok. But as the show went on, it went beyond that, and it fleshed out Soo Jin by revealing her background in parts. And in the process, I learned about her background as an orphan, her story with her adoptive mother, and even her birth mother, as well as the stories of both mothers. So it's really just a big heaping wad of mothers.
1: Yes, that's why it is indeed the perfect Mother. <laughs> Now Now, for me, the exploration of motherhood, it's not groundbreaking or particularly all that unique, you know, but it's more of how the show decides to go about revealing certain information and then mm-hmm. frames it. That really sets it apart, like the way it was executed. Now, of course, at the start, we have the initial conflict of needing to kidnap Yunbok in order to save her from her abusive mom and sad to say, Sam Chon. Maybe that's, to, maybe that's why I struggled to... Maybe that's why I struggled to watch this at first. Like I can't believe I'm seeing a very evil Samchon. Okay, so from now on,
0: let's not <laughs> refer to him as Samchon. Let's call him Solak. Okay. Solak.
1: Right, right. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So by using that morally gray, po- gray point, the kidnapping. So of course I probably if you're younger, you'd be like, No, it's not morally mm-hmm. gray. You should just take her. But folks Life does not, sadly, of course, doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a law. There are rules that keep society in check, especially when it comes to biological parents and legal guardians.
0: Why okay, so from there... No, but were... Rob's morally... <laughs> nah. not, not even legally, morally. It's morally great for me because... What about the mom? I'm sure the mom would still be devastated even though bro, she neglects yun
1: I don't care about her freaking emotions. She threw her child in a trash bag. Who cares about her feelings? Dude, I don't see how that's a morally great
0: point. I'm sorry. So you're basically saying that you feel like you're a teenager because no matter, there's no question about it. She should just take Yunbo. If it's just a matter of morals.
1: Uh, that is a good point. Um, huh. I don't know. <laughs>
0: this is what makes I'm just, the show...
1: I'm just show. looking at the stars. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a good answer. That's a good question. And see, like even after watching everything,
0: what is the right answer?
1: Exactly, that yeah. See, okay. still great until it's now. Still yeah, yeah. But then with Sol up, um, you know, there's tension that really lends itself well to the flow of the plot. Like I don't see this succeeding without that tension.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Then of course we're shown how evil Sol and Yunbok's Mong. Are and how evil they can be like I already told you like for me like it's they're, they're despicable dude they, how could you throw a baseball at a child how can you th- put them in a trash
0: bag threaten to kill them because they're noisy that's and it's it's because true. of how evil they are that you yeah. want things to happen and for Sujin to come and save the day right yep that's true
1: that's true Now other factors here like there's an annoying, yet endearing cop you know he's just an extra sometimes, but effectively, yeah, yeah, but then back to your point earlier, that's where the legal area here um is like questioned, and of course, there are some moral questions raised also there because they do make a good point sometimes, like questioning sometimes <laughs> some of course, sometimes like I, of course I'm in the, the 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 field of you know what, take the child, yeah, take the child she' she she'd be dead if you didn't take her, yeah, but I think I've digressed a lot,
0: yeah. But you know all, oh, yeah. all of everything that you said, they they do a good job of adding a sense of tension and mm. emotional attachment to the series. The as you said, the threats like the Samchon and the fear that Yun Bok and Su Jin will be separated, it does a great job of pushing the story forward. You know, forcing our leads to act and make decisions, which then lead to revel- to revelations about their past and you know, give us a background of why these characters act and think the way they do. For example, when, because of the threat of getting captured by the police, Soojin ends up getting scammed by human traffickers. So she loses a lot of money and with no other choice, she's eventually forced to to go back to her orphanage and then eventually back to her adoptive mother to ask Can for... Can I put you there? Yeah. So I just
1: wanted to add, like, your choice of word there is really nice. Like, she was forced to go back to her adoptive mother. Okay, carry on. Did you not think that she was not forced? No, no. no, That's why I said it was really nice because it tells our listeners and it makes you realize that at that point in time like they, they did not have a very They didn't have this?
0: anything. Yeah, they didn't have anything. They really had so no choice. Was,
1: yeah, exactly. Like forced just because you know my mom is an actress she has a lot of money let's go get some of that money.
0: Yeah, if, if yeah, she go on. if she didn't need the money then you know she probably would never have seen her again. Yes. But thanks to that problem, you know, we we learn about her adoptive mother, how she came to adopt Soojin. What their current situation is that they're estranged, and Soojin is not particularly. She doesn't like the fact that her adoptive mother is a bit too controlling for her taste. And you know, she Soojin had never depended on her mom to survive. Like as soon as she could, she left to study abroad, and since then, she's been independent and she's been going through life alone which is why when we first meet her in the early episodes she seems detached cold and lonesome that she enjoys being alone
1: yeah that's why she likes birds so much and she even said that she wouldn't want to be a mother well 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 <laughs> no bigger lie was said in this series eh
0: <laughs> i like i like yeah. it when she said that
1: yeah it it really emphasizes the character development that she goes through mm-hmm. like as you said as we've said time and again mother it's about motherhood and growing to be a mother becoming a mother like being a mother never stops like Nike should release a show <laughs> motherhood never stops because it never does it really never does and that's yeah. what makes mother such a great show for me like it drives home that point so well and so hard now going back to something you said a while ago uh, flashbacks for me they were done pretty well in the show especially compared to Ito One Class which was overused it it's like they, they mm-hmm. ran out of content <laughs> but then with with the mother like they were spread the part enough and they were cued well enough that you wouldn't get confused or you wouldn't feel that. Like, eh, this scene again, stuff like that. Yeah, they when, revealed
0: just enough info. Yes,
1: exactly. They just right that, and they cut it off at the right time too. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah. so that's what? Huh? You cut it off. I want to know more. So that like, it builds even more tension that you you want to know more about this character, like the motivations behind their actions and their history. Like yeah. there's a very specific purpose, you know, for each one. Like with Sujin and her experience with her dad, well, her quote unquote dad. Or the flashback explaining why she didn't like red bean buns. Like she would I think am I right? Like she was eating red bean buns, waiting for her. Yeah, her mom told her mom, right?
0: that she would come back for Su Jin once she finishes the red bean buns.
1: Yeah. So like those are small details that maybe for some people doesn't really matter. But for me, I I think for you as well. Mm-hmm. Like those kinds of details, they build how do you say this? They build the character up to be more emotionally like relatable. Yeah. Because those kinds of character traits they're more
0: fleshed out like, because of these, yeah. yes. these flashbacks yep exactly yeah I also appreciated the trials or say the loops that Su Jin had to go through as well as Yunbok, you know for example making a fake passport and being scammed going back to her estranged mom trying to escape by the sea running to a monk's temple you know okay maybe not the last part but everything else seemed <laughs> <The> realistic that <temple. laughs> I would believe those were my options too if I were going to hide and run away from... Wait, can I I add something? Yeah. Like, I like how they did the escaping
1: by the sea bit. It felt a lot more realistic and a lot more... Like, a lot more tense compared to, like, Chloe. (laughs) The entire boat thing with Chloe felt so... Like, you knew it was gonna be... (laughs) Compared (laughs) to this... Like, oh, this feels more real. Like you have to leave a payment by the cooler of a fisherman to right? something to cue it. Pretty,
0: pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Like, they, they thought about it. Yep. Very clean. And although the goose chase, all of all of that between The Soo bird Jin... chase, you mean? Right. Bir- what? <laughs> uh, is a goose not a bird? <laughs> he caught me
1: red-handed. Oh. <laughs> is it? I'm not sure. I think it is. <laughs> um, It has wings? Why wouldn't it be... <laughs> Oh, my, oh my, sorry, I think we should oh my, we should goose call goose.
0: Su Jin and ask if a goose is a bird
1: <laughs> oh my
0: I think the whole <laughs> goose chase between Su Jin, yon Bok, Sol Ak, and detective Lee does merit suspension of disbelief, like how isn't
1: it suspension of belief? Why <laughs> is, is it we no, are suspending th- belief, huh I'm confused <laughs>
0: no way, it's suspension oh. of disbelief.
1: Yeah, it's suspension of disbelief, my no, bad.
0: <laughs> you should ask your Yobo, who's an English teacher. Yobo! <laughs> <Whoa>. But anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. It doesn't merit suspension of disbelief. Because, for example, how does Solak know to stand guard at Madame Chaz's house? Like, then and there. And, you know, there are other asphalt or as, which I'll discuss later on. But that, for most the first and foremost, because that's pretty crucial to him chasing them from the, Maybe for the rest were- of the story.
1: I think, Aji, you were too busy um, drying out your eyes that you missed out on Sol at doing his research he did. on Sujin and then finding out that she was, she was adopted
0: by an actresses, uh, no, by I actress. No, I remember that. But okay, say oh. you're looking for someone, you yeah. read up on their bio on, on Wiki, and mm. you know that, okay, this is someone's daughter. Why, wouldn't, why would you assume that they're at the mom's house in the first place? This woman is 40 years old. Why would she still live with her mom? Because he had nowhere else to go.
1: Like so there was no other. So what, because that go to was Iceland. Her- Do you want to go to Iceland? No, go to the school. Do you want to go to Iceland?
0: The school? Yeah, the he, school? Knew, he knew that it was a substitute teacher. Yeah, but then she was gone already, right? Yeah, but he could have asked around. Oh. Like I think that was a better lead than going to the mom's house. A forty-year-old woman's mom's house. All right, all right. That's a you've changed my mind. That's a stretch. Almost. Like she could have been anywhere else. Why the house of all places?
1: Maybe he wanted to rob Madame Cha at some point. Because <laughs> he's rich. I don't know. So that's just that's the first, I guess. You changed my mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, you changed my mind. That
0: was a stretch for me. Like, I really had to ignore it and look past it just so I would be okay with the plot.
1: My disbelief was incredibly suspended <laughs>
0: because of all the fears
1: yeah, you just that were falling it. down my eyes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I just believed it. But, you know, I, I liked how at least the conflicts were resolved between most characters getting like you all get an understanding of what went wrong where things went wrong and when they started actually making wrong decisions and for others like when they needed to stand for their beliefs and remain steadfast for the people they love or for for the things they believed in but then all in all I'm very happy with the ending I think you are too
0: yeah I think this is one of the K-dramas where I can say I am 100% satisfied with how they ended the the show with the last two episodes with everything that happened they were all realistic and at the same time... Hmm, how do I say this? Right in the mood of the show? Like, because of so much negative things already happening in the setup, in the climax, etc, it only seemed right that they got a happy ending. And realistically, yeah. I would believe that there was a possibility that the two of them would be reunited, and I'm happy that they did.
1: Yep. But then I've heard I've read that the Japanese ending was more dramatic, like less happy. So I'm glad the Koreans Ooh, took a different i am, I'm curious. Because I, I really want that happy ending. Like, I would I would be distraught. Yeah, I think... After all that, they would live separately. Yeah. My
0: God. I don't think I'd... Uh, I'd hate you. I'd hate you, Aji. <laughs> if... Well, I wouldn't even recommend it to you in the first place. Like, no matter yeah, how good true. the that's setup true. was, if, if Yoon Bok had to stay at the group home where she obviously was not happy, I think I would have been disappointed the drama
1: would it still be in your top 7 definitely not Like the ending
0: makes Mm. up a lot of why I'm so happy with the show okay very fair because it it is a sad drama it is a very heavy drama but it also shows that there is a rainbow at the end of a rain and
1: wow quoting some Filipino band
0: (laughs) I don't even know (laughs) your age is showing (laughs) but yeah um, it to me just felt like justice yes yes I agree yes, yes. that Soo Jin really was guilty of breaking the law. But at the same time, yeah. she also deserved a chance to be with Yun And
1: Yoonbok deserved, chan- deserved to be a chance. I Deserved to be a chance. Deserved a chance. <laughs> deserved a chance to be with the person she considered mother. Like, you could, you could see it in the last two episodes that this child was forcing herself to be another person again. Because we've already seen her change from Kim Yena to Kim Yunbok. And we see throughout the series that she didn't become Yunbok Bok immediately. She grew to become Yunbok.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she, it was her dream to become Yunbok. Bok. And how she achieved her dream of becoming Yunbok. So if the show ended with Yunbok having to be Kim Yena again, oh, ugh. <laughs> I I agree. Man. And man, I'm, I'm gonna that, That's too much. That's too much pain.
0: I'm gonna segue from the Cry. The script a bit. And I'll, mm, I'll go yeah, off go. script. Yeah, go Because go. I, I wanna bring up this question of if if we were to isolate just the ending of the show. Mm. And in a real-life real setting, it happens. You know, someone, someone kidnaps an abused oh child. Oh. And clearly, they're doing it to save the child. When, when it comes to the trial, you also see that the child was happy with being kidnapped. That she had become attached to the mom. So, you know, this all sounds familiar because that's how it happens in the show. But as an adult, how easily, if you didn't watch the show, if you do not know... Of the things, the, that, they the things that they that they went through, like if you were a judge or if you were say yeah. um, a detective from another department, and you know you just found you just heard about the case, how mm. easily would you believe Yun words?
1: Oh, I take it with a grain of salt, right? Because
0: she's yeah. a she's a kid, she's a child, she's a child. Yeah. So, it, then, like in my head, I would assume that hey, this kidnapper is manipulating this kid because she, she got kidnapped. Mm. Like yes. how are we? How can we be so sure that she's actually genuinely a nice person?
1: That is why I I feel that it shouldn't happen in real life because these are questions that we can't
0: answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that sure is, it does that is a great question.
1: If if you if anyone has input on this, please email us. We have an email. It's the Show at Gmail dot com.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can you question. can comment on our social media pages on what you think um, would happen in real life if these were the cases. I think
1: I think they wouldn't be together. Honestly. Uh I think they wouldn't be together. I think
0: realistically, yeah, they also wouldn't be
1: together. Right. Yeah. Because it, it, it was a stretch to use as evidence that Yunbok really felt cared for. Like, the. I think they used the evidence from the video, right? The yeah. application. Yeah. Her application to school and how she discussed her, her mother, which at that, that time... But that, was that
0: like seemed pretty genuine story. to me. Yeah, but it's a drama, dude. Like, how do you... Like, if a kid really spoke like that in in an interview... Mm. Like assuming it was true like I would I would probably be swayed by it but
1: yeah that's true because kids probably find it hard to lie yeah too yeah
0: well at least in like I I, world, I would they're not in, they're together I would I would, would still not... give the same sentence to Su Jin but mm. I would not allow them to be yeah, together I think that's what
1: happens yeah like she wouldn't necessarily go to jail but her adoption yeah but she was she was able was to eventually
0: adopt Yunbo, yeah. and I think in real life that probably that wouldn't happen.
1: happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's probably what would happen. Of course, it's it's very hard to know if the child... Because you have to think about it in the perspective that this was a substitute teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably overstepped her authority. Not probably. She did. She did. She was convicted by it. Like, you don't really know if the child's just emotionally attached because she was saved from a very bad situation.
0: Yep. Yeah. Like, all odds. Damn against Sujin yeah. so speaking of let's move on to the characters hmm. the characters the characters I know that there are a number of K-dramas that champion the female ro- worldview and I, I, I mentioned them uh, in the first segment of the show Wait, But Aji, yes
1: what is the female worldview
0: that you know it's a drama centered around what problems what issues females face in their ah, day-to-day lives okay. or in the workforce and how right. they tackle it so it's female it's a female centric I guess point of view okay, okay. That makes sense.
1: but I would say among
0: all those that I mentioned this is the best or if not the yes. among the best definitely and what I find different about the show is that the shows that I mentioned previously or the usual shows that are praised for their femininity they're usually recognized because they have strong female characters but I loved I loved how this show depicts the quiet resiliency and the enduring love of a woman, not even a mother, like of a woman in general, yeah, and you know in in times like these, I think we've come to expect that for a woman to be strong, she has to be outspoken, she has to be unabashed. But here we see that even when a woman takes so much shit, they power through it all because they know what needs to be done for the people that they love. They let men take charge and do all the fancy stuff, but you know when push comes to shove, a woman will do whatever it takes. For their loved ones. And in this show, resolutions to issues are particularly led by females. And they're just supported by the men. By Dr. Jong, by Madame Cha's manager. Yeah, that's that's basically mine. No and worry. you know, as for, i have to disagree you you have to disagree? No no no. Nah. That's true. <laughs> Although generally I, if, I, if, if if I'm talking about the characters, that's my opinion. Although, so I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with it, I'm happy with it, but when it comes to the character development, I'm happy with the development and, you know, how fleshed out our leads are. But I was a bit, it felt lacking towards the other characters.
1: Okay, I think relative to the shows that really are on the top of our lists, like Reply and like Live, the side characters here, they're, they're pretty flat. Yeah, I agree with that. But there's one exception for me, it would be Madame Cha. Like, her growth throughout the show was lead-like. Like, she's not a lead per se, but mm-hmm. the amount of growth that she was given, it was pretty good for me. I'll discuss this further later, I think. Uh, then, yeah, uh, for me, well, she anchored I... that point that motherhood never really stops. Like, she's old. She's dying. Mm-hmm. But
0: then she's still trying... well, she's not old, you know. It's like she's what? only dying because of cancer.
1: She's like 60-something. That's not she's old. That old. It's I feel old. I'm 25. My,
0: my 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 parents are 60s. What the hell are you saying, dude? <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm like sorry. She, <laughs> like she's not particularly old. She she's still at the top of her game.
1: All right, but then my point was, she's in her 60s, mm-hmm. but she's still learning how to be a better mother. She's still willing to accept changes in being a mother, and she's not proud enough to uh, accept. A, Am I saying this correctly? Like she's not proud enough to to force any to, to be flaw- righteous. Floss. Yes, exactly. Like she's she, she's dying. She's like at that point, some people would use it as an excuse to be quote unquote who they are. But yeah. this woman is just really being like. The best yeah, there were she there were particular
0: be. times in the show when she'd say one thing and then realize and think on it and then you know backtrack and change her decision just because she knew that she was wrong or that she could have done yep. it better.
1: And that was a very refreshing thing to see, especially from, okay, fine, Aji. you said she's not old. For me, she's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> alright, but of course, our stars are our two leads. I leave this to you, Aji, you love the show. It's your number two? is your number two?
0: Yeah, yeah. Is Sujin oh, the number I two? To, I have to, to clarify to to our listeners. Is it, is
1: it the number two to your John Mido? No? It, uh,
0: I don't Here think so. But she's ah, okay. she's high up there.
1: Alright, alright. But
0: yeah, I, I have to clarify to our listeners that, the show does make an effort to flesh out our characters. Like, there are side stories. Like, for example, the the sister that was a journalist eventually becoming an author and finding out that, her, that she was adopted and her dad was a manager. So, you know, her having to deal with that as well as the other sister wanting to be recognized, to be noticed, and at the same time, her coming to the terms with the one thing that she had that the one thing she was confident of of being a birth daughter and when when it was revealed that you know she wasn't there was a mini arc albeit short of you know how she comes to terms with that and eventually they overcome these differences and they become a happy family so it is something but you know it's just relative to the other characters it's not enough
1: yeah and relative to other shows it's pretty weak the side characters
0: yeah it's better than most shows that don't make an effort okay yeah Okay, then go- we're not here for
1: that. We're not going here for that.
0: back to to our leads because you already mentioned yes, Su Jin exactly. What an ideal mom!
1: <laughs> I- I did- wait, wait! I'm just gonna have to stop you on that. We just agreed that in real life she
0: wouldn't be allowed to keep this child.
1: How could she be an ideal mom? Like
0: if you ignore the fact that she kidnapped <laughs> Yun Bok everything she did after that was solely for the sake of Yun Bok. and in that in that respect, she is an ideal mom. Oh, I f- like, just just forget for a second that she kidnapped her. <laughs> like, that, that's not uh, important anymore.
1: <laughs> like, you know, in a way, she's so much like her adoptive mother. Like, <laughs> Yeah, did the they say that they're different, is, but they're pretty... Yeah, the, the only difference is her, she started becoming a mother illegally. Her actual... <laughs> <laughs> the, her, mom, her adoptive mom started becoming a mother legally, but that's mm-hmm. pretty much the only difference. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Right? You're That's a good right? point. Anyway, go on, Sujin. Ideal mom. Yeah, she's pretty. She's really
0: fleshed out. Yeah.
1: Well, I hope so because our side characters aren't.
0: <laughs> and, you know, for, for other shows, they rarely talk about why certain characters chose that profession or why they became the way they are. But I found it particularly, particularly interesting that she became an ornithologist because she liked how birds were free and that they could run away without losing their way. And perhaps that reflected her desire to, to be free from life, from being an orphan, from the struggles that she had to deal with as a kid. Because she had to deal with so many things. An abusive dad, um, a mom who is a convicted murderer, who left her and then being passed around. I mean, sorry, she wasn't passed around, but staying in an orphanage until she was eventually adopted. But even when she was adopted, she never really felt like she was home, that she had a family. And that's why she wanted to, you know, flee like a bird. And when we were introduced to Soojin, She's initially this cold loner who is comfy with herself and that she prefers to be alone. She even, you know, she explicitly tells her colleague that she'd rather not marry someone. <laughs> and I while I thought that would be debunked because Dr. John, Dr. John is such a catch. She stays true to her word and to her personality. She also mentions to Yun Bok that she enjoys eating alone, right in front of Yun Bok while they're eating pizza. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> How tactless! But at least she's honest and she's genuine. She's honest, yeah. she
1: and what the, pizza, though, yeah.
0: What what I find interesting is that she initially seems unfamiliar and uncomfortable with kids when when she first you know teaches them. But later on, it's revealed that she's, in fact, really good with kids and that she understands how to get them to stop bullying each other, what they're really thinking, or what they do when they're trying to hide certain things, or, you know, generally how kids act. And I would say that it's because she was forced to mature at a young age. She had a lot of time being around fellow kids in the orphanage, and that gave her the skills to to deal with children, which makes her, ironically, a really good mother. Like, qualifications-wise, experience-wise, she would make a good mother. Aji, off-script question.
1: Yes. Who's a better parent? Su Jin? or June
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I actually just thought of something <laughs> that I will I will discuss later on and they're actually pretty much they like they like to leave the kids alone. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, they do. They like, do. She always <laughs> leaves Yun Bok
1: with with Hongi, with the by herself with herself. or by, or by her herself, herself, right? Own. With herself. Like what time is it? Mm, almost coming back soon. <laughs>
0: Like, these, these single parents and them having to leave their children alone. That's a, okay. a common theme. Okay, they're not they're not perfect parents, but yeah, they're still good hard. parents to It's me. hard. But, you know, despite her leaving Yunbok alone because she has things to do, Robin. In the end, she distances herself from people because she knows the pain that comes with attachment. I, I get why she acts the way she acts. And it makes and sense to me.
1: Can I, can I add? Like, it, like, it's nice to recognize that earlier on because we don't really know why she's like this. Like We just really think she's a cold B-word. Mm-hmm. And her backstory... Yeah. I think you're going to discuss this in further detail but when it's revealed like her backstory like we, we get an understanding and an appreciation for actually all the effort that she is exerting for Yunbok mm-hmm. throughout the entire drama yeah sorry go on
0: well I don't know about you but I realized it pretty early on because I sorry. mean if, if she <laughs> if she really were detached or you know um aloof about the situation and Yunbok she wouldn't have kidnapped Yunbok in the first place and like even the small things she does like she documented the, the, the violence and then going out of her way to write a testimony sending it out asking her colleagues to keep an eye out you know, all of these things, they signify that, hey, this woman acts like she's gold, but she's really freaking caring. Yep. Like, how many of your friends would go that far for you? Oof. Not because she's a mother. She's not a friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
0: man, nah, nah, not not a single one of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> so- I, don't, I don't blame them, bro. I don't blame them. <laughs> That's why for me it's particularly uh, touching to see her open herself up and be warm with Yoon And that's a special relationship that only they share on the show. But
1: then we can contrast this to her relationships with her moms. They're very strange. Like let's not mince our words. Uh, Her adoptive mom pretty much didn't recognize her as a mother until she started becoming a mother of her own. And then of course her other mom she basically forgot her, tried to forget her at the very least Mm -hmm. and basically thought that she had been abandoned and abused by her. So like those wounds they will stay with her forever and they may actually never heal Like even if she's growing better relationships yeah even if she's forgiven
0: them like the scars will Mm. probably always be there
1: but then I think for her those experiences will help her be a better mom to Yunbok yeah and it doesn't matter anymore because she has Yunbok now yeah like she was initially reserved independent kind of still is independent but less shy to ask for help these Mm. days but we see throughout the course of the show she she didn't have any pride she she threw it away studying in Iceland birds I don't know you I have Yunbok now girl (laughs) so her old yeah, like she she asks for help these days. Like she asks so much help from her friends, from a random doctor, from whomever. She got scammed. Yeah, but dressed. before, All before you yeah, I exactly. doubt. Exactly.
0: It. exactly, I doubt. Sorry, you doubt that they were as uh, that she was as open to help like she flat out rejected the money from the mom even till the end so it seems like she has that personality of really trying to do things on her own her way yeah yeah of and course only when she realizes figure out how that, she
1: yeah you're saying like she's trying how do you say this like she's growing to her role like she's becoming a mother like it doesn't immediately happen right and mm-hmm. it never really truly ends but you see, didn't she end up accepting the money
0: yeah because she realized that she needed mm. it. again like it's you said it is, it is a process of it's becoming not a her. mother yeah
1: see another basketball analogy trust the process <laughs> hashtag mother trust the process yeah baby what to do baby what oh, what it do, baby? Now let's talk about the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um for me, the star of the show, Yunbok. Like, how smart not academically, but how smart is this kid? When she got kidnapped and she gave that she changed that word, gave a
0: clue about the birds. That's oh a stretch. God. That's a this, stretch, this, Robes.
1: This 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 is this,
0: this kid. No way, that's a stretch. <laughs> what do you mean that's a stretch? She failed the admission test for intellectually gifted kids.
1: Oh, survival, survival! Her survival instinct kicked in. <laughs> fine, fine. All right, my bad. Well, not my bad. I think she's smart. Survival I, I instincts
0: as a kid. make you resourceful, not suddenly intelligent. Maybe
1: it wasn't that smart. Maybe it was just impressed. <laughs> it is no, it is smart. Like I, I, don't think I would have thought of that. So, are you saying that it was a Deus Ex Machina? Is that it, what you're saying? Wow, all I'm saying is it's a stretch. One of those okay, moments this where this you is have. your number two when you're questioning so many important plot points, like, bro. Because boy, for but, me, it's not about the plot. <laughs> Okay. It's about the feels, Robs. Oh okay, okay, okay. So it doesn't for you. It's not about. It's one of those irrational of getting things. you to that of getting you to that emotional release. It's just well, it accomplished the emotional release, no matter how irrational it got me there. It's this fine because okay, 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 my love
0: for the show is like a mother's love for her, <laughs> her child. That's that's disrespect. <laughs> it is.
1: To, it is to sometimes all our listeners. It is sometimes irrational. Maybe. I'm but. Apologizing for the dumb stuff, <laughs> the Sam Chon is saying you're being a soul bro. Don't be a dumb. Ass. Why? Don't, don't compare your love for a show with the mother's love, bro. Are, are you gonna? Are you willing to get scammed? <laughs> Just to watch the show? Maybe, Depends <laughs> on how much. <laughs> oh, okay, let's agree to disagree with how smart she is. But I think we can agree here. She's unrealistically right, mature. Like she's she's been forced to grow up. Like which kid says they have to protect their mother? Right. That's pretty crazy. I'd be willing
0: to say Yunbok over Uju. I would say that. Co- <laughs> it's like, not, not a hot take. I would choose <laughs> Yunbok over Uju. Like, if I were to have a kid, Yunbok all day, so, every day. I,
1: we're, we're going to change the, our banner. It's not going to be Ujuholics PH. It's going to be Yunbok PH. Hashtag carry rice. <laughs> 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 Yunbok yes, is the best child. Okay, let's clear it up.
0: Yunbok is not a perfect character. She has her bad, flaws. Not. And it, it, okay, what are her flaws? She's dumb. And she's. <laughs> She's unrealistically mature as a character, okay, not as a person, as a character. But what's the difference?
1: I don't get it. Because a character is a person. No, isn't because it?
0: Huh? being unrealistically mature is a negative point for the character because it's not believable. But as a person, yeah. it's a good thing. Like, how are you so mature? It's a compliment.
1: I don't. I don't get it, man. I just explained it. <laughs> yeah, your explanation
0: doesn't make sense. It makes sense as a character <laughs> of a show it's a negative because it's not realistic, someone being that mature. Like, there's yes. no way there's mm, someone like age, this right? in real yeah. life. But, if uh, she were to exist in real life, this is undoubtedly a good thing. Okay, so you're... Okay, okay. So, the negative
1: aspect is it being unrealistic to like... I'm just saying there's like, no way there's a okay, kid like okay, Yunbo right. in real life. Oh. Okay, let's, let's find some abandoned like, children.
0: Should we? I, I, I have never met a kid that's as nice, that's as understanding as Yunbok, at her age. You
1: didn't meet me at my age. <laughs> Just kidding. I was so Are you mature. willing to
0: sacrifice yourself for your mom?
1: <laughs> at that age? Yeah. Probably not. No, probably not. Nah, nah. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Ma, if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. But you know me at that age? No. Today, yes. But that age? Doubt it. oi, oi, oi. Fair point, fair point. Unrealistically mature.
0: Yeah. Like, even after everything that was happening... That was being done to her by her mom. She was still willing to lie for the sake of her mom. She was acting in front of the teachers to protect her mom.
1: That's not a sign of maturity. That's a sign of abuse. It's like victim shaming and like staying in an abusive
0: relationship. It happens in real life, dude. I, like, I get it, but at the end of the so day, is it... because she still okay. What what is the rationale of her not telling other people about her mom because, because she was she scared of what want the to mom... Lose her mom? Yeah, exactly. So, mm. No, but there are people, you know. After everything that happens to them, I am happy to lose my mom. Like I will run away just so I can never see you again.
1: That's what she did. It's it's eventually
0: because of Su Jin. But if not for Su Jin, yeah. In episode three, of course, she needs the guidance of her. No, like, but that's I, the... no. I I think I would say that in real life, mm. there are kids who run away from home. Hmm.
1: Ah. Uh, okay.
0: Like, they don't... Like, even in the face... Like they wouldn't take that level of abuse. Yeah, like yeah.
1: They'd run away yeah. before being put in a trash bag. Oh, okay, that's a fair point. So, I think by the end of this podcast, Mother will be out of Aji's top five. What? No, it's still number two. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're hating on it so much more than I am. I- I'm not.
0: I'm just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe the more you love something, the more you know about its flaws. Just because, you know, I am
0: I am honest about the shortcomings of the drama, but I am still proud that I love it.
1: Alright, that's blind love. That is true love. That is what I can say.
0: All I'm saying Sarang is, eh. it's a mother's love.
1: Oh, disrespect mothers, man. You've had too many <laughs> bottles of
0: soju, Sam shi Okay, I think my final piece here. What? Another, another another one? I think part of what got me attached to, to Yunbok as a viewer, I don't know if it did to you, was mm. that even from the first few episodes, you can see that she has so much love to give and that yes. she's constantly getting beat up. You know, I just want her to be okay, to be able to to show that love, to give that love to someone else and in turn, for someone to receive and reciprocate that love because she deserved it. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. Like, If I disagree with that... You're a bad person. Like, <laughs> that's,
1: yeah. That's like, there's, no, there's no moral ambiguity there. It's not a morally gray area. This kid deserves love. This kid deserves happiness. Uh, yeah. Can't, I, yeah. You left me with no choice. Okay. Okay, okay so... That's our two main leads. Let's, let's go on. Skip everything else. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I already <laughs> talked about Madam Cha. I already talked about Man- Madam Cha. Alright, so I have three points that I want to discuss real quick. So first, she was very this dis- very understanding of Soojin, and she at the end she accepts that she was never completely hers because like you know she realizes that your child is not yours. Like, she's not a child is not property. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Children are supposed to live their lives, the way they see it, the way they want to enjoy it. It's their life. Society's expectations. Be damned. Like with you remember that scene where Yun Bok was playing ball with her grandkid who was a guy and then the grandkid who was a girl uh was like basically judging her for throwing ball and she defended Yun Bok Yeah. So Madam Cha, what a mom. Second. She wasn't afraid to look at herself and admit her mistakes. Uh I think the most the more memorable scene for this is when she spoke to Yun Bok and telling her that she has to let her go she has to take her love back because she's dying and there's very little time. That was brutal. That Exactly, right? Like, how could you say that to a kid? That was brutal. Damn. And then, to take it all back. Okay, so it was partly mature for her to say that in person, <laughs> But, very mature to take it back and apologize to a kid. Like, mm-hmm. it's very rare to see adults, especially parents, admit their mistakes. Uh, apologize. Yes, exactly. Admit their mistakes and apologize to their children. So, yep. props. Lastly, her appearance in the courtroom accusing uh, Yunbok's mom that she's not a mom, she's not a human, all that that, that whole spiel was, was great. Yeah, that whole sequence under,
0: was powerful.
1: Right? And I'm not surprised that her in series role was that of a star. Like if that is how she can normally speak, what more when she's acting? Powerful, powerful stuff. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, there. For me. My nunim. And on to our how do we how do we describe this guy? Um Chun-shi. unnecessary evil. Necessary yes. in terms of the show's success. But Without not, him, there's no show. Yeah, yeah. Without him, Sujin doesn't come out. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he should be in Iceland, studying birds. And I, our brief description of him is that he's inexcusable, but the show was able to paint him in a way that we're able to understand why he became the way he is.
1: Yeah, like, he could have lived a very, very different life if he had someone like Sujin. Like, how Yunbok had someone like Soojin. Like, you can sometimes see it in his eyes mm-hmm. when he questions Jin. Like, why do you care for her? She's not even your child. Like, he can't understand that concept that someone who didn't give birth to a child could care so much for that child. Like Because when he was a child, all he really wanted was love, companionship, that they typically receive, like, he should have received from his mother. And we, you all know what happened to him, right? Because it's so a foreign partly, concept to him. Yes, yes. It was a foreign concept to him. Uh, biologically already. So mm-hmm. what more if the mom wasn't actually a biological mom? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we see his past and it really traumatized him beyond repair because his actions are really whew! My God. Makes me want to change the name of our show.
0: He's a, he's a supporting character but I would say that he's crucial to the show. Like, the show would not have the same weight, have the same effect and emotional impact if act were not there to bring the tension on and to raise the stakes. Yep. Like the Samchon's first
1: murder, like it started off as an accident, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you ignore that, when he explains why he fell into the darkness, uh, he said that he did it because <clears throat> a woman felt cathartic, <laughs> overuse of cathartic, but that woman, that mother, felt relief when the child died. So as as an adult, as an oppa, uh, Saul Ak's purpose was pretty much um, demon not demonizing, but more of like freeing uh, mothers from this kind of prison like of, of motherhood. So that was
0: the self of motherhood. belongingness. Yeah. He, you know, he was kind of like a superhero or a hero in that he freed these women from their responsibilities from the burden of being a mom. Because again, yes. as much as we want the show to be positive and all of that, there are imperfect and irresponsible moms out there.
1: And it's not always their fault that they become the way they are. I
0: think I that's think the case for sh- Ja Young. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Moving on to, to jayong A good example of a woman who did not really want to become a bad mom. Because at first, we see that she was excited to become a mom, but the dad of Bok left. So she had to take care of her by herself. And it didn't seem like she had a good education, a good job. So life was hell for them. And this was seen numerous times when she'd make latte for her or Bok would make latte for her. And she would have to leave Yunbok in the middle of the day because she had to go to work. So it really is a result of her situation of what life had of what the dad had done to her. That she became who she was. That she lost her her sense of self of the freedom of being a woman. And that's why she was happy when Sol Ak came into her life because she finally had someone to share the, I guess, burden with or that she had someone to to take her away or comfort her despite the struggle of life. And I think the character in particular is a good balance of someone that the audience will detest because of how despicable she is. But at the same time, she's able to show the vulnerability and the fragility of a mother who was not able to be strong enough as opposed to the strengths that we see from Soo Jin from Madam Cha, from Hong Yi. Yep.
1: And for me to add, <clears throat> sorry, to add, I really liked how she, like there was one time she was talking to Madam Cha in particular where she was talking about how her life hasn't been easy because um she hasn't been rich. She, she didn't have the resources to become a successful mother. She probably needed to be, yes, like not to go all economic <laughs> advisor here, but we can see that there is a disparity between rich and poor and how that affects one's ability to be a good person. And I, I think we see this well, we see it with, with in Hong he. drama
0: With Parasite? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, we, we do see it with Hong Hee and Su Jin.
1: Let us discuss Hong Hee. Yeah, I
0: know Robin, I don't think you like Hong Hee as much as I do. I don't think so. I really don't. Like, I haven't... I, I don't think exactly. I've her Like, much. I... I... <laughs>
1: um, during... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so, man. Then, I, I know why. It's probably... she was... Her stints in the show were relatively short. And her connection with the rest of the characters, uh, it's it's not that strong. So, for me, that diminished her... More importance and thus reducing her emotional attachment to me as a viewer of course we have to re- recognize that she has sacrificed a lot for sujin and that what she did took a lot of bravery a lot of courage and i have a lot of respect for her for that and i'm glad that they have a
0: relationship well i think it's unfair to her because her only relationship really to anyone in the show is just to sujin and and by extension yun bok so she really won't get that much screen time But I do think in the short amount of time she was on screen, she really made me feel for her character. And it stems, I'd say, from her background story because that was brief but at the same time it was also very powerful and I would say it serves as, as a contrast to Cha Young and Yun Bok's relationship unlike Cha Young, Hong Hee understood how toxic her man was she knew that she had to escape that situation and she wanted to do something about it and while Yun Bok had Su Jin to save her Hong Hee and Su Jin didn't have anyone else to help them so she was forced into that situation she had to make a difficult decision of sacrificing herself and bearing the burden of being separated from her child forever now she's obviously Apologetic in the show, and she regrets hurting Soojin. So I, I really don't know if what she did was right or if there was anything else she could have done in that situation. It just felt like she was put into an unfair situation, but she handled it better mm. than Chaeyoung, and that's why I have a lot yeah, of. Respect and
1: can I, can I just add the way you put it was really nice. That it's we we can't really say, and it goes it goes back to that morally gray area, you know. Like like sometimes these moms they're put in situations where they they lose no matter what they choose. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's just a matter of who do you choose? You suffering or your child suffering? So with her, I, you put it well. She chose to suffer. Well, they both suffer because killing she eventually,
0: man. I mean, Su became an orphan.
1: Oh no no I, I well that's like, true. In, then, in that like no matter would, what
0: would happen, like both of them would feel. Pain. Oh yeah exactly.
1: But then would you, wouldn't you rather that your child have a shot at a future rather than one day be at risk of dying?
0: Because of this mapping. i I will mention I will talk about this later on about how I think um, Ooh, okay, okay, okay. She, it was a bad decision but she made the most out of it or at least she did certain things yeah, exactly. to soften the blow and I, I want to add that what's even more amazing is that despite the, tra- the tragedy despite being jailed after discovering that Su Jin is alive Hong Ki picks herself back up and she grinds her way back into society finding a way to get a job finding a way to get a place in the off chance that in the future if and when sujin needs her she'll be there to help and it could very well be guilt that's pushing her that pushed her to do that but what oh what does she have to be guilty for in the first place? For de- de- defending her and her daughter's life? Because that was the only thing I, I I really don't know.
1: To answer your question though, um, well, not your question, but it's not guilt that pushed her, Aji. It's mother's <laughs> love. As cheesy as it freaking sounds, man. I think
0: it's appropriate. So in her case, you felt that her, her love for Soojin was stronger than her guilt for leaving her in the orphanage yeah because i i would think so because my
1: earlier point wasn't to contrast sujin and honghi it was to contrast honghi and yunbok's mom that both of these people have an oppa who are abusive but then honghi chooses to save or at the very least um protect her child's safety like her immediate safety and then you contrast this with yunbok's mom who continuously chooses herself and lets yunbok be abused yeah but then moving on because we have wow we still have a lot to go Alright, last character we can talk about detective lee Now, compared to the other characters, for sure, he plays the most narrative convenient role, maybe even more so (laughs) than the doctor. He's just really there to keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. But he also serves as a compass of our perspective, like legally, morally. Mm -hmm. Because like him, we don't know all the details to the story of any of these mothers. We're just piecing them together with clues, with evidence, as they come along. And while he knows that he just has to do his job, He's a cop. He needs to get his boss promoted. He also starts questioning whether they, as cops, are really doing the right thing by hunting Soojin down.
0: Moving on to the, the relationships between these characters.
1: Oi, okay, I'll start. Uh, Soojin and Yunbok. Of course, like, if we're not gonna talk about this relationship, then what's the whole point? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna cite a number of instances where I really appreciated the relationship. So first is, Yunbok asks, why can the child live without a mother? And then Soojin, of course, the rebellious child that she is, they can. I'll help you so that you can. Yunbok says, my mom threw me in the trash bin and Sujin powerfully suggests now you'll throw your mom away mom would away. you be able to do it man and she did it because she had a new mom Sujin <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah we can move on like, I think you'd want to start the discussion after that
0: lovely uh, reenactment by myself <laughs> this, this particular relationship is beautiful and heartwarming you know to see that someone who was once abandoned found someone who was abandoned and by finding each other they find the strength and support needed to overcome the shit that is life <laughs> this- because birds of <laughs> yes. the yes. feather oh, birds again feather. wow <laughs> birds right right there's just there's Why, something okay. poignant about an orphan becoming an adoptive mother herself and I found that powerful because she very strongly desired Yunbok not to experience the same pain that she felt growing up and in the end even though she was an orphan despite the pain that she felt she became a strong resilient mom but,
1: but maybe there's a world where it's not despite but more of the driver for that but Soojin is this kind of a mom because she knows how painful it is. To yeah, be that orphan. makes sense. <laughs> that any, probably any other person, uh, wow, Wow. that that, that was easy, <laughs> any other person would probably just 911, Um, there's this kid in the trash, please pick her up and wait for the cops to pick her up. But because she knew the urgency of that position before, even though she tried so hard to forget it, she knew that she had to do something. Instinctively, she knew how Yunbok felt, she knew what had to be done, she, and she did it. She also knew how to communicate with Yunbok, probably because of their shared experiences as abused orphans. And of course, it's empathy at the same time, just seeing herself from the back. yeah,
0: this makes a lot. Of, like, I it makes sense. I don't <laughs> think I can say anything else. You you put it perfectly.
1: okay, okay let's move on. The next, like, I think we talked about a lot about the relationship uh-huh. already during our character discussion, so we can probably move on.
0: And the next is Su Jin and Madame Cha.
1: okay my favorite. Well, not <laughs> is even, it your favorite? <laughs> no,
0: uh, <laughs> no, no, nah, nah. okay
1: well, for me, I think the most important part here is like she never, Su Jin, never really accepted their relationship as mother and child until she became a mother to Bok herself. I agree. <laughs> No, uh, oh.
0: yeah, if, with, if you would disagree, uh, that's just like dismissing facts. I think this happens that's a, a lot. Fucking fact. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, no, would I would also so. say that I did feel her distance and her issue with Madame Cha, in in contrast to her issue with her mom, her birth mom. I felt that issue was more minor because they what they they just never fully trusted each other until they opened up and empathized with each other because they were finally moms, so they understood each other. And you know, I didn't think, or I don't think that Madame Cha wanting to control Su Jin was such a big issue. Again, you know, compared to her birth mom, who left her. So it's just, it, it, it feels like Soojin's issue with Madame Cha is teenage angst and her not fully coming to terms with being adopted.
1: Well, I wouldn't say it's more minor in terms of importance because for me, the drama illustrates how, you know, one can be perceived and called a mother but without really the substance, that oomph that that relationship really has. But yeah, more or less, I agree. Uh, I like. I just really liked how Sujin grew to become a more caring and more loving, more understanding daughter as she grew more and more into her role as Yunbok's umma. And I mean, one thing that pains me is that Madam Cha never got to see mm. Yunbok and Sujin be an actual legal this time I think mom have, daughter. But I'm pretty yeah, sure she would have she's loved really to become a grandmother to Yunbok. Mm, to a legal granddaughter. Yes. Alright, <laughs> okay, now your favorite, uh, Sujin and barber mom, Hongi. Sujin, of course, understandably, with everything that's happened,
0: tried to bury her memories since she was abandoned. I mean, who, would, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? No, but but it was Hong-hee who told Soo-jin to forget so that she could live without her painful memories. You know, Hong-hee told Soo-jin that this was the scene on the beach. That it would be best if she forgot her past and if that wasn't enough. This is what I was referring to a while ago. She she chooses to leave Soo-jin in the orphanage and, you know, that decision hurts both of them. Soo-jin will grow up without her birth mom, and Hong Hee will suffer in jail and she might never get to be with Soo Jin ever again. But I guess to, to soften the blow or to at least erase the negative emotions that Soo Jin experienced with the dad, Hong Hee decides to become the villain when she leaves Soo Jin in the orphanage. And it's, it's a painful scene when she locks Soo Jin up and then just walks away. And we see its effect on Soo Jin, how she thinks initially it's her mom that was really, you know, the one that tortured her, the one that beat her up, the one that left her. And because of that sacrifice by Hong Hee to become the quote-unquote villain to Su Jin, as a kid, she has less baggage to deal with, like, less demons to fight. Like, instead of the dad and the mom being both demons, it's just a mom. And that's why I think Hong Hee really was the more powerful mom. Yeah, it. you
1: have, well, I wouldn't say convinced, but those are very, very good points. And I think that's a negative for the show, because personally, I didn't feel all that while watching it. Like, I, I, maybe the show didn't do, all that well in illustrating just how heavy. Did you not see that when her face was beat up, black and blue? Dude, you almost died. I mean, who cares about an adult? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wow. I, I think for me it could have done a better job illustrating how heavy Hong Hee's sacrifice truly was. Like, really, is that all we gonna do? She went to jail. That's it. Really, not no no scenes to show us more.
0: You watched Prison Playbook. You know what jail is hey, like. Hey man,
1: we can't assume that everyone knows what jail is like. You know, are there Dementors there? I dementors? <laughs> Prison Mike?
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, for me, yeah.
1: I wish their relationship, though, after Madame died, uh, could have been explored better. But, you know, the, the show's not about her. At least we get to all see them together. But you know what? Like, that conversation with Madame, Xia asking her to be Sujin's mom again was very powerful. Very powerful because it reminded us that it's never too old to have a mom. And emotionally, it was crushing because we were really at that age that we come to accept that our parents aren't gonna be here forever. Yeah, so it that reminded me of Reply in a way and how Doxun wanted to go back to Samundong not for her own youth but to see her parents strong again and to quote her large as mountains. Yeah, I think that's all the relationships that are worth mentioning. So let's move on. Wow, we, we love the show a lot. <laughs> I love this show. Why? <laughs> the acting?
0: I'll, I'll try to make this brief. I don't, don't try really do. want a nitpick because the ones, <laughs> the ones that do get heavy screen time play such complex characters, and they wouldn't have been able to pull it off if they weren't good. So they all did a great job. Definitely the casting. Uh, agree.
1: Um, they pull off the roles really well. I've seen some internet hate though on Lee Bo and how she played Su Jin. They say she was flat, but I say that.
0: <laughs> how was that flat? How was that flat?
1: <laughs> for me, it's on I'm point. Mad. And I wouldn't have survived this drama anyway if her portrayals were like for me. She's That's the her character. She's a man-child.
0: <laughs> where, where are they? Bring them to me. That's her character. She was oh my God, the internet man.
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, her role she played well. The
0: drama was a success i This is the first time I've seen Lee Young act, and frankly, I can't imagine her playing another role aside from being a mom. Like she is <laughs> the mom for me. and contrary to what your your internet people are seeing, I think that she played that cold, outside yet warm-hearted person inside persona. Very well, like she's antisocial people. She's a loner. That's why maybe she looks that's why flat. we understand her portrayal because that's how we act.
1: <laughs> that's how we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you, you extroverts, yeah. you don't understand. But yeah, this, this actress, she made me cry a lot. But our next actress made me cry even more. Star,
1: star of the show, Ho Yul Asunboki. Like honestly, I never thought that a child actor could be a lead to this extent. This was cor- Bro. Bro. Crazy. Bro. Damn. What it do, baby? <laughs> That's how it made me feel. What it do, baby? But then, you know, she was amazing. Um, everything felt natural. Nothing too forced. Nothing overbearing. Which is insane. Because the role asked for so much of that child. Like the breath and the depth of emotion that you have to show as an abandoned child. The shifting between happy, desperate, everything. Wow, she's crazy. She's so good. So good. So good. Yunbo over Uju. Guju is cancelled.
0: I agree. Guju is cancelled. I agree. Yunbok. I'm just thankful that we're blessed to be able to see many more projects from ho Yul in the future. There's just something about her smile that makes you feel like she's genuinely happy but behind that smile is a sorrowful well, soul. Like written
1: like a poet. But then, okay, to, to end it, of course, <laughs> we'll have to mention Son Sokku as Sam Chun. So this drama would mm-hmm. not have been able to build the tension that it needed for the catharsis that it eventually gives you without him. Yeah. Shi.
0: Everyone in this drama deserves praise. That's right. it.
1: Now my favorite part. I
0: it, it feels like we've already said the things that we didn't like. Right. Let's just <laughs> run through it one by one real quick.
1: All right. so personally this for me, it's emotionally destroying. I couldn't watch it quickly because things weren't really that nice in real life. So I, I couldn't bear watching such a depressing show at the same time.
0: You mean your your yeah, real life yeah. situation?
1: Yes. But I, I still finished it. So it reminded me that my life isn't so bad after all.
0: <laughs> because the show was worse. Yeah, exactly. See, so it, it has its, its... Is that has its benefits? Next one. Uh, <laughs> I have to say that the show does have its fair share of those ex machinas. For example,
1: Doctor Jong, sorry, who it's is Jin Hong.
0: Jong Jin Hong? Oh,
1: that's his. Okay, my
0: bad, Jong Jin Hong. Yeah, Doctor Jong oh, Jin Hong is a perfect, see those bulging uh, muscles. Doctor, and <laughs> he's handsome. He has muscles. He's nice. He's a doctor, and he's caring. <laughs> uh, and he wanted hello. to study birds what is this guy lacking <laughs> he was
2: in college
0: right he is interested in birds too like this is a freaking perfect character and selfless and he was just always there whenever Su Jin and Yoonbok needed him he was there like if the show could not figure out a way to solve a problem Dr. Jung didn't know how to get from point A to point B Dr. Jung she's sick Dr. Jung everything was him he was ass, a band-aid
1: but, but yeah any, anyway yeah if he he's knew about it, he probably
0: like, would have made a fake passport. That's true. He's a doctor.
1: But he's too convenient and we don't, we don't really get to see his motivations that clearly. Or at the very least, it was unsatisfactory to me. Like, what, Sujin? Su yeah, he's no, just nice. You know, like, like, what? He explains why he likes Sujin, right? And it's like, really? That's the reason?
0: No, but even know? then, we, <laughs> even before they got close... He was, he was already helping them. Yeah, that's true. He was already yeah. nice. How convenient. <laughs> and then, there's that monk. <laughs> Dude, they just, the show just yeah, decided you know? to say, oh, by the way... Twenty years ago, Soojin had already been to this temple to justify that she found the temple in the middle of the forest and managed to stay there for the night and evade the cops. Yes yeah. yeah,
1: he he had more air time in this spot than the show. <laughs> 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 so yeah, not a lot of things that he didn't like. Is that it? Is that it? Um there's hear?
0: also Park Ho- San as the single dad. Oh okay, who is a taekwondo. Yeah. I thought that was an asphalt. I thought it was funny. But yeah, it's a cameo. It was funny, but it wasn't really it's another Darius Machina then... in the form of a man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because... A single dad. When they were gonna get caught, he saves her. He saves them. I initially thought that the side stories of the sisters were unnecessary. That they were just sneaked in. Uh, Hello, they're also adopted. And it kind of felt weird. But at the same time, it is the effort of the show to make these characters rounder to flesh them out with more details but I do think that the show could Spent have more time resolve building those up well not either that or not introduce the fact they were adopted yeah. in the first place like they could have just thought of another way to close out their That's stories true. it felt half-baked you didn't enjoy or you didn't particularly like how the show resolved oh, yeah. Young's story yeah. right? like her actions
1: of course inexcusable but they wanted more closure for her like there might be mothers out there mm-hmm went through her emotion. So, you know, like a glimpse, as you said a while ago, I could use some rainbow after the rain even for this abusive mother. Because to that know, she I still has I a disagree. whole life
0: to lead. Because if we set aside the fact that that whole change would be out of character, considering, you know, up until the end, she was still defiant, she was still vile, even during the trial. What sort of hopeful ending could she possibly have that doesn't feel undeserved or out of place? Like, uh, the only thing I can think of is, down the line, she goes to Yunbok as a grown woman, and she appos- apologizes to Yunbok. But that would be oh. far too off in the timeline of the show for them to, to show, to include.
1: Yeah, that's true. Just maybe some sort of regret, but then maybe that's what the show wanted to show. Some mothers, not all mothers, are yeah. good. Yeah. Well, she's not just not good. She's not just meh. She's, she's trash.
0: Okay, so but let's fine. move on to our hot takes.
1: So not much, huh? Not much we didn't
0: have. <laughs> because like we already <laughs> mentioned some of it in the first part.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Okay, my hot take. Oh okay, So I just finished my ajushi Boom. yesterday. And sorry, Aji, <sighs> even though you didn't finish this, I I think my ajushi is.
0: I'm really. I'm so disappointed mother in my personal rantings. Whatever dude. Like <laughs> just just finish the show by yourself. <laughs> I feel so disrespected.
1: <laughs> my emotions in Mother, they they were crushed. Like crushed. But I couldn't really relate to their struggles. Just I just empathized. Like I could understand, but I cry for them, but not for myself. Like my own struggles weren't acknowledged in the show. Because, you know, I've had a good life. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had this kind of problem so far, thankfully. So things might be different if I had issues or if I were done. But you know, through working on the pod's content, writing, everything. I think in terms of emotional captivation, easily Trump Stove League probably enters my top seven. So it's one of the shows that I will never ever ever forget. But I'm not ever sure either that I'd call it a favorite. Yeah, that's that's my quote unquote hot take. Not even that hot. <laughs> I should really quit on me. So I will read it in his voice. Arbitrary rankings on display everyone. You were more emotionally captivated. <laughs> hello Hello Hello
0: Are we still recording? Hello? I'm so confused. So will you choose my ajushi over Mother in your top 7? <laughs> yes.
1: I'm sorry man, but I, probably.
2: Okay. He's so
0: angry. He's
1: so mad. No, no, it's
0: okay. You can just finish the the show by yourself. It's almost done anyway. You know, just
1: so, That's it, everyone. That's it. <laughs> That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. <laughs> let's move on to the key takeaway. <laughs> oh, my key takeaway is that I like my Ajushi better than mother.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to publish this episode.
1: We've, we've talked for two hours and you're not going to publish this episode. <laughs> So this is like if if by the end of Mother <laughs> Yunbuk and Sujin didn't get together, this is pretty much it. I destroyed the ending of this pod, so Aji is not publishing it anymore.
0: <laughs> Maybe it in, biased, bro. With, after a hundred episodes, with, it's gonna be like an unreleased episode. When Robin finally realizes my Ajushi is not as good as he thinks it is.
1: Oh, wait, can I just say though, like with my adushi, similar to Ito One Glass, like in technical terms, I would think that Mother is better than both of those shows. Like, technically speaking, Mother is better than my adushi, which is honestly, for me, better than Ito One Glass. But then, in terms of personal favorite, like, I would still put Ito One Glass at the top because I love Kim Dami. <laughs> And then I would put my adushi next. Biased. Just because this is
0: biased. of how... no, bias Because he no, loves Ayu. Mr. Can you be honest here? Like, Robin. <laughs> IU is Robin's number two after Kim Dami. He just doesn't want to admit it. That's why.
1: I I am not denying that. I I am not denying that. (laughs) But.
0: If IU were in the show, it would be number one.
1: You you dropped it. You said you dropped it. You said you dropped it because you felt that it wasn't going to give you any catharsis because it reminded you too much of real life. And that's why I liked it because it reminded me of real life. But hey. It's a pretty damn good show with pretty damn good writing with pretty damn good acting, and it's about every not every, but an average salary man's life. And so that's because it like... has Ayu <laughs> <laughs> You you finish the pod, man. You finished the pod. <laughs> if I had to to give you <laughs> my last word on this is if I had to give a best drama award between these three shows, I would give it to Mother. Okay. There.
0: It's just it's just bias. Personal preference. My key takeaway is that the reason why this drama lasted long is that they didn't have the budget for Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, That's your if, hot Ji- if they actually if they had, had the, budget the budget to fly so if they to Floyd's Iceland. had budget, this would have yeah, been it over... would have been done in like four episodes. <laughs> like, they'd fly to Iceland. <laughs> but they had to come up with excuses to not bring Sujin and Yunbok to Iceland. That's why it's stretched. Yeah. Because they couldn't afford it. See, <laughs> so, didn't you see... They Damn. they couldn't afford the the, the airport the, the the airfare, so they tried to demote it to C, and then they realized that it was still expensive, so they just you know what let's never bring them to Iceland, that's that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, I would have imagined that after their unification, Iceland. um yeah,
0: go yeah to they go Iceland they but The no, didn't have like, show didn't
1: have, <laughs> like, a,
0: like if, that is a good spot if they had <laughs> that is a good spot if they did have the money to go to Iceland it would have to be 32 episodes in Iceland to make it worth it.
1: Make it worth it, yeah. And just mm-hmm. watch, bird watching. No, huh? but kidding aside,
0: <laughs> I would say it's probably yeah. the lowest rated drama that deserves to be in double digits. Let, let me look up what's yeah, the, the ratings of, of my mister.
1: It's pretty low, like 5, five to 7%. Yeah, it there's at a reason seven.
0: why. Mother five. At what? That's why. That's why this is more deserving. See? Because it has well, a lower they, they have the same. They have similar ratings. Yeah, but
1: I, I think these two shows, they really suffer from, in terms of the ratings, they, they really suffer from how heavy they are. Because it's admitted, a lot of people, including us, we, we, la- we like watching shows that are uplifting. And for all the uplifting that happens in the endings of both of these shows, of course, we're going to go to my <laughs> point,
0: Robin's um, solo episode.
1: Like, the build-up to that uplifting moment, not a lot of people are willing to give the, that kind of time. That kind of commitment to such an emotionally painful and excruciating experience. Yeah. Which leads us to our key takeaway. See? Our key takeaway. Giving birth does not make you a mother. Becoming a mother and becoming a daughter. They're a never-ending evolution. A never-ending process. Until the day we die. So I loved how Soojin became a more loving daughter. As she grew into her, into her role as Yunbook Soma. And for me, the show does a really good job of telling us that love isn't always dictated by blood ties, but by choice. It is a choice that these mothers, despite not being all birth mothers, consciously made. So Aji, what do you have to say? I about
2: agree.
0: That? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, say. the show the show focuses on that so much that there, it'll be a disrespect honestly to have any other key takeaway like it's mother's love people
1: yep if you had another key takeaway after watching the show are you sure that you watched the same show you might have watched another mother <laughs> how I met your mother bad show don't watch that watch this one don't watch that
0: it's bad show before Robin makes bad any ending. more bad jokes really bad I would like to say this has been Aji.
1: this has been Robin this has been The, the Samson Show Shiroho
0: your go-to show for K-drama content.